0: Episode 240 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian the Sauce Sharpley. Hello. And Matt Casale. Good evening. It is Monday night, May 28th, and we are settling in for a double pod recording. This episode, our first hour, we're going to review Deadpool 2. Coming up next episode, Star, Star Wars: A Solo Story. I don't know. Solo, do to... <laughs> a Star Wars story.
1: Hopefully by that the time
0: we get to that episode, you'll have it all worked out what it's actually called. We'll see. We'll see. So before we get things started, we do everything. We do everything. Oh, man. You're all right tonight. tonight. <laughs> you tonight. rusty. Oh, let's shake it off. Let's is, shake it off.
2: The, is the pressure of a, a double header? Let's play two. <laughs> is it too much
0: for you? <laughs> Before we get into the meat and potatoes, the old sauce and potatoes of these episodes, we do housekeeping with Ian Sharpley.
2: com, home of our comics, our podcast, and uh, there are some reviews on there. Go to com and uh, check out all the lovely things that we have up there. Uh, most of the time, we... Are posting things on social media at this time because that's how you animals like to get all your content. So check out us on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Just type in MCSOSS and you can find all of the great Mix Sauce content from our trips to the Murder House to just
1: regular old
2: podcasts about Halloween and hey, fun. Speaking
1: shit. of the Murder House, I did something fun
2: uh-huh. recently.
1: I went on Google Maps and I took a tour of the murder house via the magic of Google Maps. Mm-hmm. And it was very fun because it gives you a moment to really absorb the, the insanity that this psycho has put up around his house.
2: That dude was in the news recently. I forget why, but there was a news article that popped up and people at my work were oh, talking Oh, there's another thing with him. They, they were talking to me about hey man have you ever heard of this house and I said <laughs> have I heard of it <laughs> I have a holiday tradition centered around it and explained what we do how every year around Halloween we go and visit it and each year we <laughs> tempt fate and uh, get closer to the house and take more video and walk around so those are, those are some of the fun things that you can find on our YouTube page we have different things posted on our Facebook page involving the murder house and other things that we do. So, check us out on social media everybody. Ian, yeah, it's nice to have you back for
0: housekeeping. Hey, I'm mean, I'm glad to be back. <clears throat> Matt and I I think we did a pretty good job. Matt, you did a pretty good job, but we're definitely we're definitely the backup goalies of the housekeeping game. I'm the Mark Andre Fleury of housekeeping, posting that sparkling Point nine five five housekeeping percentage. Yes. I can't do it without my team in front of me, so oh, such a gentleman. Last la no la- last week, two weeks ago, we saw Deadpool two?
2: No, um it was last week. I went to see it on Tuesday of last week, and I know, Paul, you mentioned that you went to see it after me. Oh, so yeah, that's
0: right. Last Wednesday.
2: It did come out two weeks ago, but I don't think that any of us were in a hurry to go see it. Not because of the quality of the movie. No, it or, wasn't. It wasn't 2
1: weeks but. ago. It was last weekend.
2: Was it last weekend? I went to see it on this past Tuesday. So Yeah, which yeah. would
0: have been the Tuesday after it came out. When did you go see it, Paul? The Wednesday, the day after you. Okay. So I and When I, did you see it, man? It hasn't Yesterday. been a week since I saw Deadpool 2. Okay. Since
2: any of us have seen Deadpool 2. It feels so we're going through and having a hard time placing it because it feels like a million years ago to me at this point. I went, I saw it. I was hyped whenever I went to go see it. I was, I wanted to see Deadpool 2. I was, there was a lot of promotion about it. I, you couldn't turn the TV on without seeing a trailer. And then all of a sudden I went and saw it and it was like it vanished from my, my, my being. You I, forgot about yeah, it immediately. I, it was, it was very, uh, like, not to jump ahead, but, like, yeah, I kind of forgot about it.
0: Yeah, that's that's how I was feeling tonight. I was like, all right, we're going to do, we're doing Deadpool 2 talk, and then we're doing solo talk. And I'm like, what happened in Deadpool 2? <laughs> Did <laughs> Deadpool, is this the first time he
2: flew the Falcon? <laughs> Did he get all of the Infinity Stones? I'm not totally sure. So, all right. How were, let, let we'll, we'll go, I want to talk about your theaters. How packed were your theaters? How were your crowds? Were they enthusiastic? Were they a bunch of assholes? Was it a fun time, a fun experience with your crowds? Like, what were your theaters like?
0: My Deadpool 2 theater was, it was pretty, pretty good showing. Probably 50% capacity. Um, but I, there would have been theater justice. <laughs> I, I don't know what it, maybe it's you that always, like, uh, you always seem to have a a problem in, in the theater. There always seems, you're like a theater justice magnet. Possibly. Maybe your bloodlust permeates through the theater. <laughs> you feel like I have bloodlust. <laughs> you, cause, you cause other moviegoers <laughs> to act outlandishly. <laughs> I I normally don't like. My mutant power
2: is to affect others in a improper way. In the theater, is that what I do? Maybe
0: I was. I was talking about this uh, over the weekend. I've done a lot of flying over the last couple years and uh, last two three years, and every time I've had good flights. Not a lot of turbulence. Not a lot of. Not rarely any delays or anything. They've been really simple flights. And I feel the same way about my movie going experiences. I haven't had a lot of, you know, people talking out loud or singing or kicking my chair or causing, you know, beheading worthy disruption. But in Deadpool 2, uh, someone in the row behind me and to the right felt the need to sing along with every song on the soundtrack. If it was. Uh, I, I forget what songs in, in, in particular, but if he wasn't singing to the score, but you know every every you know top forty single that was played, like he was he was singing along, so he would have been carted out.
1: How so, old was this individual? Oh, I don't know. I didn't if you had even a guess. see him. O-
0: old enough, old like, enough, o- older to know than better. you? No, no, I I would guess no. I'm of a pretty advanced age, so I don't think uh, I don't think he was older than me. I, I would I'd have I'd have to guess late twenties. Okay, old enough to know better, but just like kind of singing along, humming along with things, comments here and there about you know Deadpool's funny jokes or you uh, know
1: the youngest person we had in in my crowd was probably about one. Wow. Yeah, For
2: Deadpool I Deadpool two.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I feel like that parent should
1: and instantly
2: and, have their head cut off for that. Yeah, but-
1: well they also decide to bring uh that child's maybe 4-year-old brother. Uh I felt like that was still maybe a little too young for this movie. Um I don't know. I just feel like maybe the word cunt shouldn't be <laughs> shouldn't be said in front of a a 4-year-old. I would wait until they're at least four and a half.
0: Hmm. So, but the one-year-old isn't going to really take any of that in. No,
1: but, okay, so that's only one problem with them being there. The other problem is they make noise. And I I don't like that. I don't like that.
2: I don't like that either. My theater for Deadpool was surprisingly pretty chill. I went at 10.30 at night on a Tuesday, and it was about 70% full, which Wow, surprised me. A lot of people to see Deadpool 2, and they were all on fairly decent behavior. It's a comedy, so you can laugh and make, yeah. make some jokes and talk a little bit, so I wasn't that bothered by anything. I mean, I'm laughing and shit, too, so... I wasn't bothered. There weren't any kids there, maybe because of the late time that I went. So everybody, it was a really cool audience. I was happy with it.
0: Yeah, as soon as the guy behind me started humming some bars, I was like, "Oh man, there you go. Your life is forfeit." <laughs> but Ian had Ian had more of a problem during solo. Yeah, we'll get into that next
2: episode. Though. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, uh, Deadpool. Deadpool crowd was good, uh, except for you know singing Mick Singerson uh, behind us. It seemed like everyone enjoyed it. There was some hype going into going into Deadpool too. Uh, some people saying it was amazing. It's the greatest. Yeah. So it's, it's so awesome. Hmm. I thought it was good. I thought it was entertaining. Uh, I didn't think it. I didn't think it sniffed the butthole of Deadpool Ooh.
2: One. Is that the highest compliment whenever you're sniffing a butthole? It's <laughs> like, oh, oh you're right there then.
1: <laughs> is, is that the sound you make when you sniff a butthole sharply? That that noise you that, made? That, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, like I don't think it came I don't think it came close to, to Deadpool One. Deadpool really surprised me because all I had known about Deadpool going in was, he's a fucking,
2: he's a joke. The Assholes he, like to dress as him right. so that they can, so that they can behave assholishly to me and have an excuse. Yeah, there's nothing legitimate
0: about this character. Like, uh, there's not. I shouldn't. There's nothing to be taken seriously about this outlandish character, and the first movie really. Kind of turned all of that on its ear for me. I really, really liked the first movie. It gave it a lot of, uh, it gave it a lot of heart. It gave it, you know, real reason for being. It made Wade Wilson a, a three dimensional character. He wasn't just, you know, chimichangas and butt plugs. But this one, I mean, that's
2: a part of his appeal. It, still, it is. It is. Who I'm not.
0: That stuff? I, yeah, but that's not. That's not a character for me. Like if if you're just chimichangas and butt plugs, that's not a character for me. Uh, this movie tried to tried to maintain some of that heart, some of the romance, some of the uh, the um, more of the important you know feelings and motivations, c- keeping him a three dimensional character. And I don't, I think it was clear that. They had to try to do it, and the first one they weren't trying to make Deadpool a three dimensional carrying character. he just was this one was like, "Oh my God, a lot of people really love the relationship with him and Vanessa. What the fuck are we going to do this time and they tried, and it for me it, it it didn't work. I appreciate that they tried wasn't wasn't really feeling
2: it it's hard to get attached to another character and feel that. That love between characters when one of them is a ghost for the entire movie. Right. So I I don't know. I thought that was a real hard sell for me to care about Vanessa when well, she just sits in the ghost world. Ghost world heaven, like um,
1: which was like her apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it
2: ha- so, heaven's your apartment, huh? Like it just seemed it seemed strange there. Wa- and she seemed detached emotionally detached whereas in the first movie she's a living breathing reacting emotional character this was just a really flat portrayal of her and I think that's what the biggest problem that I had was where it was just an artificial way to stir up emotion
0: when they're together in the real world in the beginning I thought it played just as well as just as well as the first movie yeah but then they kill her almost immediately and then we're left with, you know, weird ghost heaven version of Vanessa and like like I I get what the writers were trying to do. I get, you know, the kind of you know emotional anchors they were trying to put into this movie. But it felt it didn't feel as natural as the first
2: one. Yeah. Um did the jokes work for you guys this time out? Do you feel like cuz I caught myself laughing at a good amount of the jokes from I the it jump was funny. Whenever he's put it he he cranks up the Wolverine uh music box thing. I thought that was pretty yeah. funny. There were uh, there were there were a few jokes that really had me laughing later on in the movie. After he gets torn in half. And the whole baby torso chunk of the movie. It's stupid and juvenile. But that shit had me laughing really <laughs> hard. The basic instinct leg crossing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I must be a teenager. But that shit was cracking me up. Yep.
0: Matt?
1: Uh, I never laughed that hard during the movie. Uh, I, I chuckled. Here and there, I thought that the humor was reliant almost exclusively on pop culture, and I don't necessarily think that that's smart humor. I that's not the kind of humor that's going to get me cracking up like hysterically
2: high level. No, I
1: realize that, but but. That's just not my preferred style of comedy. Yeah. And, you know, let's be very clear. This is a comedy movie, right? With and that's some fine. action, And that's fine, right. As a matter of fact, that's probably what it needs to be. It basically felt like Family Guy to me. All the, all the humor and all the jokes are based on other pieces of pop culture. And some work better than others. I love the uh, self-deprecating stuff. Uh, everything from, you know, the Green Lantern jokes to the the Wolverine-like jokes. Uh, well, he, you know, I'm going to die too. Um, but overall, I think that the humor, it's just not, it's not for me it, overall. Like it's, if I compare this to some of the funniest movies I've ever seen, it, it just, it's sadly outclassed
2: it really felt and i've heard people have a different opinion of this that this was fresh and a different spin on it but for me it it did feel a little stale it felt like let's run it back again we're gonna give the same type of humor and the same kind of stuff and maybe because it was so fresh and so different, and we we never had something like that when the first Deadpool movie came out. That's why it resonated so deeply with the people that liked it. And even I will say I liked the first Deadpool movie a lot. Yeah, me it too. did hit. It did hit me in a in a certain spot of my fandom that I, I really enjoyed it. But this just felt honestly like they were running it, just running the same script back. Maybe. Because we were getting more characters in this one that I was familiar with, we were getting Cable, we were getting Domino, we were getting, um, we eventually got the Juggernaut. We were getting the you know hints at a greater X Men world. I don't know if may, and and they were a lot of the trailers were putting together the X Force team, and maybe I was, maybe I thought that they were going to lean a little bit more into traditional superheroes. Well, supposedly stuff.
1: they they added things in the trailers that weren't in the movies on purpose so people would think there was more X-Force time and that way the you know the extended death sequence of X-Force <laughs> could be more of a surprise.
2: Do we so do we like that spoilers everybody that's listening to this. Don't listen to this if you didn't watch this. But yeah, X-Force bites it instantly yeah automatically you don't get to see them land half of the time from jumping out of the plane
0: i liked this movie um not as much as not as much as the first but i i liked it and i thought it was funny and i i really loved that they killed all of x-force immediately do
2: do we like do we like that or do we want to see them do something kind of maybe like at all. <laughs> yeah, but
0: like I I liked it. I liked it because it works for Deadpool. It works for this style of movie. Um That's fair. Like I would expect Ryan Johnson to do something like this, but it would be serious. He'd be like, "Oh, you love all these characters? Ha. They're dead. Just killed them all."
2: In a way like these are all garbage characters that nobody could possibly care about except right. with the exception of Domino. Yeah,
0: but I thought uh I thought it was I thought it was really funny because I was expecting, you know, maybe they're gonna give us more of a traditional superhero story, and then like they kill the first one, and then I'm like, oh, I know what they're doing now. And yeah. then it was it was really funny going forward. Are you upset? Were you That's upset fair. about that? Did I, no, you want I, no? Did you want enough me. Shatterstar no, no, for no, no, the no, spinoff? No, 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 no. It
2: didn't upset me. I just thought that it, maybe it was uh, in a second viewing, it's gonna be real cheap. The I don't know. It just seemed almost gimmicky well, that's that kinda, they did it, but I guess how, that's Deadpool.
0: That's kind of how I felt about a lot of the jokes in the movie because a lot of the jokes are timely.
2: And like Well, because they went they did ADR up until weeks before the re- release of the movie where since Deadpool wears a mask and you can't really tell what he's saying, right. they just had Ryan Reynolds record fresh new jokes, the Jared Kushner joke, was a newer one. The Thanos joke was a new one. So yeah,
0: but like that's that's the stuff I'm talking about. And like we saw in in, in one of the trailers, one you know Than their cables giving him the business. He's like, "Oh, you're so dark. You must be from the DC universe."
2: That shit was kind of funny.
0: And it's funny, but like in the in my head, I'm like, "How well is that going to age?" Like that's not going to age very well. Like the Jared Kushner yeah. joke isn't going to age yeah. well. Like and like I don't expect this to be Gone with the Wind or Ben Hur. I don't expect this to be a timeless, that a timeless n- cinema classic. Watched. But you know the you know the point I'm trying to make. Like I don't expect this to be a timeless cinema classic this isn't that, like that Rocky needs, 4 or... that needs to hold up. Correct, Ian. Uh but there are a handful of those these you know really you know timely timely jokes. Even a lot of the Logan stuff that I really enjoy. I love the you know beating up on Logan and Hugh Jackman in Deadpool movies, I think it's fucking great. But like that's like for me, that'll live if I watch this movie again because I'm familiar with that. But um, like there's even even certain TV shows and like other movies that have like now that take place where uh, they just seem like I I see something and I'm like oh, well, in five years, that's everyone's going to be like, that was clearly from 2018.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this one felt a little bit more dated than the original.
1: I think the things that I found the funniest... I think the thing that was the funniest was the ridiculous visual of the vanisher with the parachute... <laughs> <laughs> jumping out of the plane, yeah. and it's just a parachute. <laughs> to me, that was the funniest thing in the movie because it wasn't trying so hard, but it was so ridiculous. Do you know who
2: the Vanisher was when he was electrocuted in died? I do, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, well, tell the audience.
2: Brad Pitt was the Vanisher.
1: All 1.5 seconds
0: on that. They of him. said that
2: he was paid in a cup of coffee for that cameo that's awesome really funny it's pretty funny i
0: thought yeah i thought the empty backpack was really funny and in the same like in the same you know tone of of humor the the shot also from the trailer of um rob rob delaney Mm uh just as jumping out peter yeah and you know in the you know jumping out of the plane like that was That was really funny. That was funny. It's not like a zinger joke, but the 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 visual is so fucking funny. Um, I I like on the. I did like.
1: I'm sorry to interrupt, but I I did like his initial exit. Uh, when the, he's trying to save it, because like the whole gag was actually kind of hilarious. Everybody's yeah. g- going through blades of some kind, and uh, who was it that that spit out the um, uh, the viper? It's
2: Bill Ven- Sarsgaard, Bill Skarsgard? but yeah. I don't remember what his character was. Right, so he's trying to save yeah. him,
1: and he's as like he's the, dying, the last the vomiter thing he did, or he right, he vomits, but he kills. Uh, he Peter vomits and the, acid. Yeah, he vomits acid and rips off like his arm and goes through his chest. And I thought that that was pretty funny too. That was but I think funny. the single funniest thing has to be the just the parachute
0: flying by itself. <laughs> I think. Because uh, they didn't
1: make a big deal out of it. It was just there. Yeah. And it was so funny.
0: I think the, the scene I found the funniest is when Cable's getting ready to torture TJ Miller. Like, and and that that's all T and J he, Miller
2: and he instantly <clears throat> gives up.
0: T J Miller could read
2: me the phone book and I would think it's funny. Uh, like his performance is really subdued in these movies, and I think it's it it fits him well. It's good. I love
0: I love the the bit <laughs> when he was like he was like I I I just wanna I just wanna let you know when I get really nervous I get a hard on. He's like don't look at it. It's just gonna make it worse. And Cable's like, I'm gonna torture you like 97 different ways, and we're gonna start with number one. And TJ Miller's like, let me stop you right there. We're not gonna get past number one. I'm gonna tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> like th- I thought, I think TJ Miller is so fucking funny. He's he's so great in in this movie. I thought uh, Dopinder was really funny in the first one. Too much Dopinder. in the Yeah, I one. thought really? his
2: whole bloodlust and revenge was kind of overplayed and stupid. Uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, almost no play time in this Underplayed, one. I, yeah, I was like, man, I kind of some... thought she was really sexy, and yeah. would have liked to see more of her.
0: Yeah, I want. I really liked her in the first movie, and I wanted, I wanted more. I was like, all right, she's part of the Deadpool One crew. We're gonna build her character. You know, she's gonna have like a bigger role.
2: She must not be able to act at all. That must be what's going on. They, her. but like instead, they didn't give they her gave... anything to do.
1: Yeah, I wanted Well they more. brought Domino in and I think that's a bigger draw.
2: Yeah. Is it? Like
0: people want to see a bigger draw
2: for who? Comic fans. Comic people want to see Domino. I know I was hyped to see Domino. Well okay,
0: well that's uh, is
2: Domino Beats's a cooler age- character
1: than uh Oh
2: fuck yeah. Is oh, I think so.
0: Negasonic but even a comic book character? No. Yes.
2: Yeah, oh. I thought so. Oh, I didn't like, think isn't so. Isn't she one of those Grant Morrison New X-Men characters? Or Maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe. is or maybe one of those weird, like, uh, shit. You know whenever Wolverine is the headmaster in the more recent X-Men comic books? Sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> she might be in either that or she's a New X-Men character. Okay. I didn't think she was, so I... I stand corrected it's it's so i can't I, I can't actually bet on this i just think i heard it uh, and i think i'm right but i would not <laughs> be surprised if i'm wrong no
0: it, it looks like she is um it looks like she's a character from 2001 but she looks like she looks like that, death. That sounds like Grant Morrison's. No, right? she you know what?
2: That looks like John Cassidy, right
0: there. Yeah, this is John Cassidy artwork. Okay, but it's like, it doesn't look anything like.
2: No, I, and I didn't Bre- think Brianna did. Hildebrand. Yeah, it's, no, it looks I th- like I death just, from Sandman. They just took the name because it's funny and long, yeah, and put it into Deadpool, right? So um, yeah, I was bummed. Like, yeah, I, Domino I really definitely her. is a, a bigger draw with the comic book character and Zazie Beats as the actress is a bigger draw just because of of a Atlanta and easy she's some somebody
0: that people want to see i've never read i've never read a comic with domino in it i've never read a 616 deadpool comic the only deadpool comic i ever read was ultimate deadpool yeah um i've never read negasonic in a book so like i ha- i didn't give a shit about domino like i wanted to like i'm more familiar with negasonic so maybe less domino time and bring negasonic in more like domino wasn't bad though no i thought she was was great
2: now matt am i wrong or does she have long shots powers or is that what domino's powers are because i was never clear on what domino's powers are
1: yeah I've, i've never really been clear either Um, But yeah, her and Longshot sound like they're the same character. Right. Um, And I thought it was funny in the movie that they continually broke the fourth wall and talked about how that's not going to be very interesting cinematically to show she's lucky. Yeah. And obviously there was a meeting at some point with some executive at Fox that was like, you can't show that. That's not there's no way to visually show it. This character is not going to work. And then they do it and it's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, I, I thought that that was pretty enjoyable, but, um, I really was not clear on what her powers were. All I knew about her was what she looked like, Mm -hmm. uh, and her name. Yeah. And, uh, I, I thought she was a pretty cool character and I might actually check out her book now because I thought it was fun. Um, yeah, that sequence where she's driving the, the truck was just really good, I thought.
2: Yeah, she was she was really cool. I, I've always been suspicious of that, because aren't there a few characters that have powers that are like, oh, well, I'm just kind of lucky, and things just work out for me. I know famously, Longshot is the character that has that, and I always kind of thought that that was a... Stupid power to have... Maybe it's also a meta-commentary on feedback from comic book fans or whatever. I I don't know. I always thought it was stupid. But it did, on screen, look pretty goddamn awesome. Right,
1: it was. And, yeah, it it does not come across as an interesting character trait. Like, oh, this is your power. Yeah. You know? I, I, I mean... But... The movie obviously proved that it can be. Paul, did you... Did you like Domino's um, power, that she was just lucky? Do you feel like that it ended up being well-represented? Yeah,
0: um, enough, I guess. Yeah. Like, we know nothing about her, so... We don't know how she's such a good Hand to hand fighter
2: In the comics she Well in the comics she's More based in military Like the military Angle of Cable's Side of The New Mutants and X-Force And she is sort of like Cable's right hand man If I remember those comic books Correctly So, And she doesn't necessarily have those powers but it seems like for this movie they just pulled what powers does she have in the the comics (laughs) they're not really clear what was your question what power does she have in the comics they're not clear in the comics from what i remember
1: um well i never knew i've i've been pretty unfamiliar with the character like i was saying outside of her name and her look i really couldn't tell you a whole lot about her well, you know what? Here, Here's a question, because maybe I'm not as familiar with her look as I thought. Is she a black woman in the comics?
2: She's not, and there's a backlash, apparently, which I'm reading right now. She's she's not black in the comics. She's albino white in right. the comics. yeah, and she so has straight hair. She has straight hair, but it's so like this, short. Is a, the, it, this portrayal is sort of a departure from her yeah. classic look. I don't have a problem with it because I'm not married to the look of Domino (laughs) in the comic books. I think that what they did here was interesting and um, kind of fit into the aesthetic of Deadpool's universe and superhero aesthetic in general. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I was fine with it. I I really don't care about the character to begin with. Um, I care more about it now after seeing her in the movie. So as far as I'm concerned... Domino's a black woman
0: <laughs> yeah this was uh this was the first like i've I've never read a
2: comic with cable in it like, this is my first that's ever. pretty crazy that you've i well, mean hey, it's we not haven't surprising even but talked about crazy. cable yet yeah, and he's sort of the the main character um, next antagonist to of this film he's not the villain, but for most of the movie he is what's driving the plot
1: what do we think of cable
2: i wish... Tiny. <laughs> you beat me to it I wish that Josh Brolin was fucking taller I wish he was taller Because it really stands out When Especially whenever Everybody's walking away From the mansion at the end of the movie And I know they make a meta joke About how he's short right. And everything He's only 5'10 or whatever but 5'11. 5'11 But Ryan Reynolds is 6'2 He's a tall dude Deadpool can't be taller than Cable. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I had It the, looked weird. We'll 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 get into
0: this a little bit next episode, but I had the same problem with a couple scenes in Solo when I was like, "Oh my god, Alden Ehrenreich is tiny. He's so little." And yeah, like at at the end of the movie, like they do a good job through, you know, the majority of Deadpool 2 where you don't really get how little Josh Brolin is. Yeah, he's ripped. They, you know, he, he looks was, he was great. Working out. Like he looks great. great. Looked amazing, but it looked like he should have been, you know, thirty
2: percent bigger. Do you think that we would have picked up on it if the movie didn't tell us about it? Yes, I agree. One hundred percent. I agree. And though
0: I haven't read any comics featuring Cable, I have seen Cable a billion times and artwork, and you know following Rob Liefeld. Rob Liefeld Instagram doesn't draw a short and, man. No, no, he doesn't. So, like, I know what cable looks like. I know how big cable's supposed to be. And, man,
2: so it'll biddle. I'm like, thank God they CG'd that motherfucker <laughs> in Infinity War. Oh, <laughs> uh, if they but wouldn't have had a he like, looked,
0: hey guys, he I'm gonna get that Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> Give me the time stone! he, <laughs>
2: <laughs> But he, he, he did... He looked pretty great. I oh he, that yeah, he looked he looked really good. The the costume was cool. Did you want looking. more pouches? Did I want more pouches? No, he looks fine. It's I like fine.
0: that they beat up his fanny pack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted, I wanted some kind of meta Rob Liefeld. Too many pouches or weird feet joke.
2: Well, well you got the weird feet joke, because they were talking about it was Cable that they were talking about. Right, was it? I remember. I, it, but I don't remember what it the was. The joke is something like, you know, something about you look like you were created by a guy that that can't draw feet. <clears throat> yeah, that right. was, that in, was there. in there. It was definitely in there. Yeah. So you got it. You just you, you know I you just missed forgot, it. I just forgot about it.
1: <sighs> I liked the sounds that his arm made. I liked that... You know, of course, they had to acknowledge, oh, it's just like Winter Soldier's arm. But obviously, they have to make it different because everybody's going to compare it to that. Everybody's going to be like, oh, look at that. Cable's ripping off Winter Soldier. Not so. Yeah,
2: right. Not so at all.
1: Um, I like the sounds it made. They, I think they did a pretty good job to make it feel a little diff- more uh, different than... Um, than like winter soldiers. His was more sleek and, and kind of perfected almost, whereas cables was more mechanical and like, it's been through, it's seen some, some, seen some mileage shit. right now. What I wish we had seen with cable was more of the future. I would have enjoyed to see, you know, like in the beginning of terminator, uh, two when, um, They show the war versus the machines and, you know, it's a cool sequence. Like, I would have loved to have seen something like that where Cable's running around doing cable-y things in the future before he zaps himself back in time.
2: I agree with that. I think that that's a big miss. Maybe that's where I'm a little bit upset because I think that they really – it's a real missed opportunity where they could have had a real straight, serious war comic book movie – In half of this movie. And then the other half is zany Deadpool bullshit. Which, isn't that the appeal of the Deadpool and Cable comic series? I don't know what the appeal is.
1: That sounds like it works. It's like total,
2: absolute straight man against the fucking craziest, zaniest comic book character out there. I I agree with you, Matt. I wish we could have seen the hellscape that is brought upon Earth... By Firefist or whatever the fuck his name is.
1: All we know is it went bad.
2: And he killed his wife. But what else happened? We don't know. Right. It seems like Cable showed up like, honey, I'm home. This bad thing happened. Travel back in time. (laughs)
1: Yeah, right. So that was missing, I think. Uh, I didn't think he was badass enough, too. I felt like Deadpool more than held his own against him the entire time, even when he didn't have superpowers. Somehow he was able to like keep up with him. And I feel like Cable just should be like kind of outclassing Deadpool to a degree. Deadpool almost has to get lucky or something has to happen for him to win. Um, But that really wasn't the case. Like he was, he was, Gave cable everything he can handle
2: when they show up to the icebox. I think that a real clear descriptor of how awesome cable would be is if all of those mutants restrictor chains or whatever those things, if all of those would have went off. So everybody's powered up and then cable comes in and whips everybody's ass. Yeah, that would have been a clear wouldn't wouldn't you think that that would have been a real good way to, Show the audience how awesome Cable is. But what's,
0: what's Cable's power?
2: Well, it's is he, very convoluted. Is he healing
0: because they can put an arm on him? No, no, he's, he has telepathic powers. and I didn't see any of that in this movie. I know.
2: What and he, has, he also has telekinesis. But his main...
0: Does, is that how the gun came to his back? Does that um, look like some I think it was, ma-
2: magnetic vest? I think it was a magnetic vest. So, but that oh is two. part of... I'm, I'm telling you what Cable's powers are. I'm not telling you what they are on screen. But those are what his powers are. He gets the uh, tele- telepathy and uh, telekinesis from his mother. Jean, Madeline Pryor? Right? Like, because... Oh, you got, you got yeah. me there. Okay. Because... He is the spawn of a clone of Gene Gray in Cyclops sent into the future. And he has a uh technovirus, which is what makes his metal parts. So yeah, that's convoluted actually. His actmanship.
1: virus makes his parts metal?
2: Yes, it's the uh the technovirus. So
0: if I've got like that
2: uh warlock, you do Adam. We, Adam, you, Adam do you guys know who Warlock is? Oh, Warlock, Warlock the, the guy that
0: doesn't look like he should be in the X Men because he looks like he should be
2: in a Sunday comic. Strip. Sure, that guy. Yes. Cable has that virus from that. So if I got race of beings, uh,
0: let's say techno galt, my foot would turn into a mechanical foot.
2: Sure. Yes. And that's what happened to Cable's body parts. Yeah, techno virus. What's that?
1: He had arm gout.
2: He had arm gout and eye gout. Yeah, the old uh, swimmer's elbow.
1: Did his eye, does his eye do anything special? Being it, cybernetic? It lights
2: up. Like, it lights up the entire 90s. Is his eye techno pink eye? Sure. It's or is like, that something else? If, you just, why go, his eyes light if up? you just go techno butthole to techno eye, techno pink eye. <laughs> That's how it happens. Ladies and gentlemen, wipe and wash your hands. <laughs> In the future, or just wash
0: your hands. I mean, that's how you don't get pink eye. True, you true. don't need to not you don't need to wipe
2: to not get pink eye. True. In fact, if you don't wipe, you absolutely won't get pink eye. <laughs> right. The more you know, kids. <laughs> so yeah, cable was cool. <laughs> like I, I wanted,
0: I wanted more Negasonic. I could have done with less. Dopinder and Cyclops. I thought Domino. Cyclops was, was, was really not in this neat. movie, though. You know. And I thought I thought Deadpool was great. I thought Ryan Reynolds Deadpool was great. I thought the the couple post credit scenes were cool. Um, Ryan I assume, Reynolds was born to play
2: Deadpool, and he yeah, was he yeah. was flawless as Deadpool.
0: I assume when Deadpool three picks up, uh, Vanessa's alive again.
2: Yeah, because they Oh, another changed all of history.
0: Another underrated uh uh another uh, underrated bit of comedy is when Rob Delaney shows up as what's that guy's name? The fat guy. What's his name? John Candy? When Rob Delaney shows up as the guy with no powers. Um, P- Paul, Pete, Peter, Peter, and Peter. they use like Rob Delaney's old headshot, like the actual actor's headshot from years ago that has the real chiseled, <laughs> the chiseled <laughs> jaw and everything. Like I thought that was a real, really funny bit of meta comedy. Um, yeah, I were, was everyone really excited about Juggernaut? I
1: thought it was pretty cool. Um I I thought that's probably who it was, but I was a little let down when it was revealed that that's who it was because we've seen Juggernaut before in an X-Men movie. I mean, this this was a better Juggernaut for sure, but I felt a, a little bit disappointed when I was like, "Oh, I thought maybe something bigger and more grandiose than this." You know, than a like guy what? I don't know. I was I guess I was just hoping for something more. But um, some
0: X-Men character that was really going to blow your mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I didn't know who or what, but I was waiting for it to happen.
0: Is yeah, like I I kind of felt the same way because, you know, Deadpool's really hyping him up when he's in the he's in the cell by himself and you don't know who's in there. And Deadpool's like, "You don't want to go in there. You want to stay away from there. That's like the most dangerous guy ever." And I'm like, holy shit, who the fuck is in there? And then Juggernaut comes out. And as far as I like Juggernaut seems to be the butt of a lot of jokes. Really? Like, yeah, I don't think he's every time I've read an X-Men book, he's not he's not the big bad. No one's really afraid of Juggernaut. He's the just the bad guy juggernaut. that's there. But no one's <clears throat> no one acts like, shit, now the juggernaut's here. What are we gonna do?
1: Yeah, well, I think that they sort of uh declawed him a bit too by having Colossus able to basically go one on one against him. Cause I was like, they're about to fight. Colossus is gonna get killed. He's gonna get murdered right here. Which I didn't wanna see because Colossus to me is my favorite character in um, both Deadpool movies and I was like man I really don't want them to kill Colossus here but I figured they were going to because he shouldn't stand a chance against Juggernaut but he did he like totally fought him I mean it was cool
0: yeah he got some help at the end
1: yeah yeah
0: I thought the electrical wire up the ass was a little bit too much
1: I agree I didn't like that yeah, I thought I, showing his butt at the end was a little, like, humorous, but, like, anally electrocuting him was taking it
0: a little bit too far. Right, and for a movie that does <coughs> too far, you know, Dead, the Deadpool movies are, they're, they're, you know, the tagline is too far. I thought that was too far. Like, it just didn't... It sounds It sounds corny, but... As far as they take all the jokes and everything, I still want them to treat the characters and the property with more respect than the electrified asshole. And I'm not even, like, a big Juggernaut guy. I'm not even, you know, Juggernaut's biggest fan or anything. But I wanted to, like, do the crazy stuff but keep it a little more serious. Agreed. Do we like all the cameos? I think they were fine. Yeah. Hmm. Um, do we? Who was all in the X Men cameo? Because they closed the door so fast,
2: all I really saw was Evan Peters. It was Evan Peters. Beast closed the door. Yeah. It was the
0: was Quicksilver,
1: uh, Cyclops, Professor X. Was it James McAvoy though? I think so.
2: I'm not sure.
1: I, I don't think they would have put anybody there that wasn't really them. Yeah. Or what they could have done was like the spaceballs thing where it's all their stunt doubles. That would have been kind of humorous.
0: Yeah i i i, I thought I thought that was funny that you know they're they're there but they're not dealing with this bullshit. <laughs> right. And I'm almost like I get the sense that Deadpool three is gonna be Deadpool and Cable, but I'd almost rather see Deadpool and Colossus. You know, yeah, Cable's the straight man to, you know, Deadpool's
2: silliness, but so's is I think they'll probably do X-Force with, like, that team of characters before they do a Deadpool 3. It's like
1: the reverse of perfect strangers, isn't it, Paul?
0: Yeah, it is. I wouldn't want to kiss uh, Josh Brolin. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what Josh Brolin's lips look like. I just know I wouldn't want to kiss Mark Lynn Baker because he's got a weird upper lip. It's very thin. Uh, yes. Who is...
1: Uh, Look out, sharply! You're in trouble.
2: Oh, no.
0: No, you've got <clears throat> big, beautiful, gorgeous lips. That's why I said he's in trouble. You both do. You're both in trouble.
2: Gracious. Also, the fans don't know the deep cut of this <laughs> thing that you're doing about lips and kissing. So I
0: don't like tiny lips. I, I need good lips. Yes,
2: you have to explain it a little bit more than I wouldn't kiss Cable. <laughs> Because no one was here for the hour that we talked about the whole joke about the kind of lips you like and how you continually referenced men. But not in a homophobic way, just in a pro-plump lip way. Yeah. Couldn't have said it any better myself.
0: Is Yukio Yumiko a a real character? I I don't know. It's
2: a super deep cut, deeper than... Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, so I'm not sure. I would guess that it's something real at some point, likely a Morrison creation. Yeah. Not important to anything.
1: Was was that running gag getting a little tiresome by the nineteenth time they did it? Smokes.
2: Yeah. Really dumb. But um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh I think that this movie probably with the Hardcore Deadpool fans that just wanted the yucks—it probably hit them right where they needed to be hit. For other people that were surprised at how much we liked the first Deadpool movie, with the heart and soul and character development that we saw, I think this one missed for for us. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, do we want to do we want to wrap up with uh, some final grades here?
1: Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll go
2: ahead. I'll go ahead and take it. Um, I'll give it oh boy. Uh, I did laugh, but I don't think this movie's going to hold up. I'm going to give it a 6. I think that it did miss on a lot of the things that I liked about the original Deadpool movie. Ryan Reynolds is awesome. There were a lot of things that were funny. Upon further review, I doubt that in more viewings, I don't think that these things will hold up. Didn't think that I got enough out of cable that I wanted. As Matt mentioned, wanted to see him be a little bit more badass and really explore that character a little bit more. Domino was cool. I would have and fun, liked, but
1: not to interrupt your oh no, that's your cool. final yeah, thoughts cool. here. But I also, for Cable, would have liked a more distinct costume for him. I I was cool with the
2: costume. I thought it was all right.
1: I feel like it was real monochromatic.
0: Um, I, am I just sure. not remembering it we, well? We covered this when they first showed the first Cable image. Like, Matt wants the bright yellow X and the belt and the bright blue shirt. Yeah, Matt's not happy with army fatigues.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think it kind of speaks to the desolate future that he comes from, even though we didn't get to see any of that.
0: Mm-hmm. But, I, like, I don't know why you would want to see more than that. Like, it's... Because I th- think we didn't Deadpool, get to see it's any of it. a <laughs> movie.
2: Right, but Cable's if, sort of sharing the screen as... I mean sure, Avengers is an Avengers movie, but we got a lot of Thanos and his world and his motivations. I think that Cable's as important to this movie and we should get a little bit more of his backstory and see a little bit more of his world. Yeah,
0: but we we also got Thanos' worlds and backstory through the eyes of Avengers and Guardians and characters that we know. Like if I would I would be on board. Does that matter? For, yeah, Well, personally, for me, it matters because I don't need to see any of Cable's world because this isn't Cable's movie. It's a Deadpool movie. If, for some reason, Deadpool went to the future and, like, if Deadpool was there with Cable in the future and they cut it real short, I would probably want more of that because I would feel that it had more to do with the character that the story is about. Like, I didn't... I didn't need to see anything else from that future cable. Like, isn't
2: stopping that future future the entire plot of the film? Yeah, but we already know like how bad it is from what cable. But we don't really us. because their apartment looks pretty cool. Whenever we when we see that flashback where they're running away from Fire Fist or whatever, like it sounds to me like you want okay. a cable movie. I think I would be cool with that. I. Yeah, sure. Maybe I do want the cable movie. Like,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Like, cable comes from, the, like, we see what happens. He comes to, to our time. He tells us what went on. That's perfectly fine for me. Like, I maybe, don't need to deep dive into that.
2: Maybe I do want the cable movie. I didn't get enough cable. Matt, do
0: you want more cable? you jonesing for cable? The only thing for more cable is more cable?
1: Yeah, I mean, that would be fine. I don't really care.
0: Except you want a colorful costume.
1: No it would be okay if they if they did more cable, but I think they need to make him a little bit more formidable um
0: well, he's only, he's only five eleven they can only do so well, much. it's
1: just unfortunate because first impressions are everything, and having a guy show up and not be kind of badass right out of the gate that's an uphill battle at that point, right like I thought he was pretty badass um. I don't know. De- like I said, Deadpool was able to at least fend him off
0: without having any powers. But in the when they're in the prison, De- Cable's fighting Deadpool and all the guards. Like there's a ton of other shit going on around Cable. Yeah. That he's fighting his way through before him and Deadpool, you know, fly out of the building. And then whenever they're fighting on the that transport you know domino's there you know the other guards are there and he manages to get through that unscathed mm-hmm. like i think i thought that cable was like very formidable
1: okay um yeah
0: i don't
2: but matt what's your what, what's your ranking of this flick
1: <laughs> i'd probably give it uh a 6 um I don't know. I wasn't very excited going into it and I wasn't very excited coming out of it. There were moments that were enjoyable for sure. Uh but overall as a whole, it just it it just isn't my cup of tea really. Uh the first one wasn't either. I think that it's see when Paul said earlier, like that, this was way inferior to the first one, I I really couldn't disagree more because I think it was exactly the same as the first one. Yeah. But I think
2: there's something to be said when you do something the first time, but you didn't, you didn't, you weren't
0: crazy about the
2: first one to begin
0: with. So your numbers are already a little closer. I like the first one a lot. So my, my time out first time out of the gate, there is a bigger discrepancy. Right.
1: And that, you know, that's okay. Uh, I, I don't think that the, quote, love story from the first one was the incredible love story of our generation that it's being made out to be by a lot of people. I think that it was just kind of, you know, a, a romance thrown into an otherwise. It's a comedy. Um, I don't think it's, it's
2: that disposable. Though. I
1: think it's I think it's along the lines of other romances and comedies like The 40-Year-Old Virgin or, you know, the love story between... Um I don't know.
0: Uh Peter Quill and Gamora?
1: No, like other comedies uh, like So the, you're saying the, the, that Guardians like of the ga- Galaxy the Classic a love story comedy. for all
0: the ages of you know Peter Parker and what's her face that's what's her Vulture's face? daughter? That one that's lasted all the years.
2: Oh. Is that a comedy?
0: No, no we we're talking great romances. So, but anyway, my point anyway, is, I, I don't,
1: I don't think that it's that in the first one, uh, that is the the secret weapon to that movie, which made it so wonderful or accessible or well rounded, however you want to put it. Um, I think that it was there, and that was something that wasn't there in this one. I didn't care that it, the romance and the the three dimensionality wasn't there. It, it basically just. Had more action and more jokes to supplement that, and that's really what Deadpool is. What whether we want to admit that or not, that's what the comic books are, and that's what you know they gave us in this one. Sure, but um, that's
2: that's why the first one has a little bit more heart, and it was surprising. Like, yes, I don't disagree that Deadpool is fart jokes and all of that nonsense, but the first I, movie gave us a little bit more. It
1: did, but. I, I don't think that there was anything exceptional about that, you know, love story or whatever. It, like, what I'm trying to compare it to are other comedies that have romance in them. It's like you don't think of those as, you know, romance stories of our generation, and and, and, I, and nobody said that, this.
2: and no one said that,
1: right? But but people are okay. So let me let me. But my I, point. I think let I... me make my point a little clearer. Um, th- nobody hails the 40-year-old virgin um as as this great comedy because of maybe the romance between the, the two characters but more so because it's fucking funny it's hilarious there's so many jokes in it that people quote you know maybe to this day i that's that's my point i don't think that that's what made it the the lasting movie that it is or
2: i think this is a terrible example that you're giving the 40 year old virgin is not that good of a movie what are some quotes that you can pull that people quote from the 40 year old version
1: you know how I know you're gay
2: this is a, is this oh, a quote uh, because because uh, n- uh, no sustained it really really is that a joke from sustained that film? Matt is that one of the jokes
1: it was from it yeah I mean no. it was like even, a running gag thought, and
0: I th- thought he was setting up something else I didn't know that was from the 40 year old version
1: what, I'm just picking a comedy that... I, actually, I thought it is rather beloved. I that This is news so, to me that it's not that good of a movie. That's the isn't. first I've ever heard anybody ever say that that's seen it. I think, it, I think The 40-year-old Virgin
0: to, is it's kind of held in high esteem. Is it? Really? That's surprising. I thought people that it don't, kicked
1: off the whole Judd Apatow kind of comedy universe. People don't
0: love it as much as they I love Wedding Bad Crashers. Did.
2: I thought Super Bad was more of a jumpstart to that. Wedding
0: Crashers, and old school, and old school.
2: Yeah, old school Wedding Crashers. I think, I think for me, let's, let's have comedy fistfight. Anyway, think, it's a six.
0: Deadpool two, yeah, a six. I, and I agree with
2: you. I, th- I
0: think for me, the romance in Deadpool one, because like, going into Deadpool one, like I've never read a Deadpool comic. My familiarity with Deadpool is all these fuck faces at conventions (laughs) dressed up as deadpool with their boom boxes acting like fucking assholes i don't like deadpool culture so (laughs) i was like i didn't expect i didn't expect the first deadpool to offer me something that i could relate to or get invested in and that's why that movie resonated with me a lot because I was like, "Oh shit, this is really giving me something that I didn't think I was gonna get." So, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't think, you know, I don't think Deadpool and Vanessa are, you know, you know, Clark Gable level romance of a generation. But for me, it really grounded that movie and really made it something special that I wasn't expecting.
2: It's definitely. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and be like the Notebook or Deadpool, right? And for me,
0: a lot of those, a lot of the comedy love stories, are
2: the love stories
0: of my lifetime because I don't watch the Notebook. I don't watch straight up love story dramas. You know, if you can, if you can tie in, um, you know, Elizabeth Banks and Paul Rudd's love story in This Is Forty, like that means more to me than. Whatever is in the Notebook, or in that movie where Ryan Gosling Banks? comes home from war—I
2: don't think it was Elizabeth— which Banks. is also the Notebook.
0: No, yeah, it's a different one. Maybe it was Josh Duhamel. Well. I'm just, just riffing here. It's not Elizabeth can, Banks, but I, I can can't tell. remember her name.
2: But you know, you know, you—you you understand? Isn't what it Judd Apatow's wife, yeah. Leslie Mann? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. Yeah, like those, like those are the romantic relationships that are going to mean more to me because those are the movies that I want to watch, that I want to be invested in. Mm-hmm. So I think the Deadpool Vanessa romance, you know, falls right into that category for something I really bit into, I really enjoyed. Yeah. So, so how I about mean, that's,
1: this? That's cool that it, that it did that for you. How, how about not- this
0: movie that didn't really do that though? Matt's going to counter.
1: I I wasn't going to counter. What I was going to say is that it. Deadpool 1 had that added element that Deadpool 2 didn't have but on the flip side Deadpool 2 had maybe like a better end fight or something like the villain was really weak sauce in the first one um, this one didn't really have a villain but um, it was still more interesting than you know a guy in the first one
0: I like I like the guy in the first one I like. I did. I like the backstory between him and Deadpool. It made it kind of personal. It was a very direct. Like there was a very direct reason they are going against each other, like one on one. That made
1: right. But he was still lame as hell.
0: Uh, I don't think he was lame as hell. I think he was just. I think he was solid. Comic book movie bad guy. He was no Thanos. The most you know, well-developed, multi-dimensional villain we've ever seen on film. But like, he was fine. Like, and again, it's Deadpool, so my my expectations are very limited. They don't need to offer me up Thanos in Deadpool one. They just need to give me, you know, something that really fits the story well. And I thought that guy fit the story really well.
1: So, what's your what's your
0: final grade for Deadpool two? A six.
2: After all of that,
0: we gotta we gotta hash it The Mark of the Beast. We gotta talk. We gotta. I gotta give you reasons. We all gotta give reasons. Matt needs to tell you about how much he hates the forty-year-old virgin. Yeah, Mark of the Beast, six six six. Again, Round again. Table. I
1: don't think that's totally accurate. Matt hates the forty-year-old totally virgin.
0: <laughs> you heard it here first. That'll do it for us tonight. <laughs> My name is Paul McGinty Ian Sharply. Matt Casale. We'll see you in a couple minutes.